Davzayin. Continuing here in the Machlekes of Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva, we had a Machlekes, the, the basic Machlekes the Gemara had explained was that Yishmael says that the Nizik Shem, you know when it says, Metef Karma Yishalem, Rabbi Yishmael learned out that that means you pay the best quality fields that the Nizik has. Of course, the amount, the value that you pay in terms of money, dollar amount, is going to be whatever the Hezek is. That's not debatable, of course. But the question is, when you want to give fields, so which quality field do you give? So be swollen out from the Xeris Shava, that just like the field that is damaged is the Nizik's field, the field that you pay back is the highest quality field that the Nizik had. And Yekiva said, no, it's Metev Karmo Yishalim, Metev Sadeh Yishalim, the one who's paying. So you pay the best field that the Mazik has. It turns out Yishmol is Mekel in that point. That Rishmol says that you have to pay your best, the best field of the Nizik, and Rabbi Akiva said you have to pay the best field of the Mazik. Rabbi Akiva then said at the end of his statement, lehegdish. So before we can understand deeper what Rabbi Akiva means in general, what is that last statement of a Kalvachimer Hegdish? We're about six lines, six lines up from the bottom of Vavamud Beis. Rabbi Akiva Aimer, Loibah, Kosva, Ligbais, and Izakim, and Idis, Vakalvachimer, Lehegdish. My Kalvachimer, Hegdish. So clearly the Machlegs of Yishmael, Rabbi Akiva was in a regular case of Hegdish, of, of Hezek. When you have a Nizik and a Mazik. What is this Hegdish case that he's talking about? So my Kalvachimer, Lehegdish. Ilem, Dinagach, Tura, Ditan, the Tura, the Hegdish. If we're talking about a case of a Hezek case, same idea, where you owe Hegdish, Money. Why do you owe Hegdish money? Because your animal gored a carbon. So there was a carbon around that belongs to Hegdish, of course, and your private animal gored and caused damage to Hegdish's animal. So, <laughs> over there is a special Xerosakosu. The deposit says, That was talking about. When you go, when a shark goes on the shark and it dies, etc., but it calls it shareyu. So the Gemara says it's a special gzerasakosuv that when your animal causes damage to a hegdish shark, you're putter. So how can we keep a talk about when you kalvuchayim hegdish? When you have to pay hegdish, you also have to pay from the idiots of the mazik. There's no such case. You don't have to pay Hegdish in that situation. Rashi says we theoretically can find cases of where you cause damage to Hegdish and other situations and things like that where you owe Hegdish money from a field. Rashi pushes all those cases aside. Look in the bottom, Rashi goes to a few cases. But in the generic case where you cause Hegdish damage, the Chari are going to be potter. So what's the Rikiva talking about? Ella, what about this case? Stop! When you say you're going to give money to Hegdish, sucker. When you say you're not to give money to Hegdish, so when Hegdish comes and collects from you, the Asi Gibar, Gizbar, Veshakam, Yidiyas, and then the Gizbar comes and collects from you, so if in a situation where you're going to give a field, so then you have to give your best quality fields that you have, that's what you have to give to Hegdish. That's a nice halacha, but why would that be true? Lo ye ela balchoyv. Why should that be any different than a regular Baal when you owe someone money, that you borrowed money from them, and you have to pay them back? And when that Allah is a Baal is the Bainanus. We'll see later on. We'll talk about it in more detail also. But a Baal only pays from Bainanus. So if a Baal only has to pay back his medium-quality fields, how can you say Kalvachaymer le Hegdish, that Hegdish has to pay the best-quality fields? If anything... You can say a kavuchay, but the pegdisha is like a balchayv. So you have to pay medium quality. But you would never be able to learn from there anything about idias. So that can't be what Rabbi Kiva is talking about. Maybe Rikiva argues on that point in general. And he holds a balchayv is not pain in this. A regular balchayv also pays idias, just like Hezek pays idias. A balchayv pays with the idias of the mazik. And then kavuchay, the hegdish, the hegdish also. When you owe money to hegdish, because you said you're going to be menad of money, you have to pay from idias. So you kill even if that's true, you would not be able to necessarily learn Hegdish from a Balchayv. 
because of the halacha we just said. By a regular person who's not hegdish, by a regular balchayv, just like if you damage him, you have to pay him. So when you owe him money as a balchayv, you have to pay from idios. By Hegdish, we just said, if you damage Hegdish, you don't have to pay. For whatever reason, the Torah said you don't have to pay. So then don't tell me that Balchoiv is Mekel and, and Hegdish is Chamor. And if Balchoiv pays with Idias, Hegdish has to pay with Idias. Balchoiv is not more Mekel than Hegdish. If anything, Balchoiv is more Chamor than Hegdish. Because by Balchoiv, meaning a non-Hegdish entity, you have to pay Hezek. Whereas by Hegdish, you don't have to pay Hezek. So that can't be what Rebekah is talking about either. Says Moses, let's go back. We're going back to the regular case of Hezek. Oh, we said in the regular case of Hezek, you're potter, you don't have to be Hegdish at all. No. Rabbi has a different way of understanding that halacha. There's no question that damaging Hegdish is different than damaging a non Hegdish entity. We said the difference is when you damage something non-Hegdish, you're chayv, when you damage Hegdish, you're potter. If Shem Menasya turns it on its head, it says the opposite. The Sani, Shem Menasya, Oymer, Sharshal Hegdish, Shinogar Sharshal Hegdish, Potter. If Hegdish's animal gores your animal, Hegdish is potter. Separate Allah. But our point is the second piece, which is Sharshal Hegdish, Shinogar Sharshal Hegdish, Bain Tam, Bain Muid, Misham Nezik Shalei. Not that you're potter, Hafuch, you're more chayiv when your animal gores a hegdish animal. By your animal gores a regular animal, so then the first three times we said you only chayiv chatzinezik. When your animal gores an animal of hegdish, then even from the first time you're going to be chayiv nezik shalim. The whole idea of shari ayu is saying that by a regular person it's more makel, by hegdish it's more machmir. And on that says Rebekiva, when you owe the money to hegdish for your animal that causes damage, nezik shalim even over here, then you also kavuchaim you pay from the mazik's idiot. <coughs> Says the Gemara, it's a beautiful pshat. But if that is the pshat you're saying, so now we have two two issues over here. We have that Rabbi. It seems to be as the was explaining it till now. The Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi arguing with the Mazik Shaminan or the Nizik Shaminan. Rabbi Shmuel says the Nizik. Rabbi Akiva says the Mazik. And now we seem to have a second Machlokes, which is: Does this halacha apply to Hektish or not? Rabbi Shmuel holds like the regular Tana, who says there is no such thing as Hezik. Behegdish at all, and Riyakiva says that no, that there is this thing of Hezik Behegdish, and when you pay Hegdish, you pay from the native of the Mazik. How do you know that's the arguing about this Maybe everybody holds like a Rishmal. That when you pay, you don't pay the Mazik's best fields, you pay the Nizik's best fields. Rabbi Akiva agrees to that. Rabbi Akiva was only arguing They were only, Akiva was only adding on that I think that also applies to Hegdish. And Rabbi argues because he holds there's no case. Because you never have to pay Hegdish for any sort of Hezik. So how do you know that there's a machlaikis but the nizik but the mazik and when Rabbi Kiva said his statement he meant to argue on Rishma on the basic halacha maybe he agrees to the basic halacha that you never have to pay more than the best field of the nizik but he's just adding on that this applies to Hegdish when you have to pay Hegdish run and Rishma argues on that Rabbi Kiva said that there is a chi of mammon when you damage Hegdish Rabbi Shmuel said Rabbi Kiva so maybe that's the only one simple machlaikis why do you have to make more of a machlaikis out of it so I'll tell you why Simkain, my loy boha kosov. Rabbi Akiva says, loy boha kosov, el ligbois and izakim in a idios. That, that pasuk that we're talking about of Meitav Karmi Shama has nothing to do with Hegdish. 
The Pasuk is clearly talking about a regular Hezek case. Everybody Akiva is quoting the Pasuk. Clearly he's arguing on the core halacha by a regular case of Hezek, not just by a case of Hegdish. Vyoid. My kalvachaymer lehegdish. It's not a kalvachaymer lehegdish. It's just a regular halacha. Right? The regular halacha is that Jechayi B'din is and you have to remember, Rabbi Yishmael is maker. When you say B'dinizik Shaminon, that's a kula on the mazik. The mazik has a high-quality field, a 10 field. The nizik, the best field he has, is a 7. So as Rabbi Shmuel, you can be mekel and pay a 7 field. That was Rabbi Shmuel's point. So then you can't make a kavachayim or lehegdish. Because this halach of b'dinizik shaminan is a kula. It's not a chumrah. And therefore kavachayim or lehegdish wouldn't make any sense. Kavachayim means the chumrah over here, I apply over there. Here it's a kula. It wouldn't make sense, to, based on a kavachayim, to make a kula apply to hegdish. So that can't make any sense. It must be that Rabbi Akiva argues on the whole core halacha and says that you're machmir and pay by the mazik, not by the nizik. Viyoyed, a third point. Hamar Ravashi. Ravashi quoted a brysa. Tanya Behejiz, but favorite of brysa. Meitav Sadeu, Meitav Karmi Yishalem. And Rabbi Shmuel says, Meitav Sadeu Shon Nizik. Meitav Karmi Shon Nizik by regular Hezik, the Rabbi Shmuel. And Rabbi Akiva, I mean, Meitav Sadeu Shon Mazik, or Meitav Karmi Shon Mazik. So it's a nice concept, but Lamaisa, we see Beferish in the brysa that Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva argue by. The regular case of Hezek, do you do with the Nizik Shaminan, the best quality fields that the Nizik has, or do you pay with the Mazik Shaminan, the best quality fields that the Mazik has? And there's a second Machlaikis of is there a Din Hezek by Hegdish or not? According to Rabbi Shmuel, the Chari he also is no Din Hezek by Hegdish at all. And Rabbi says, no, there is, like Rabbi Shimon Asi, there is a Din Hezek by Hegdish, and when the Din Hezek applies, then you also have to pay for the best fields of the person who's Mazik the Hegdish. Okay, so that is the Machlaikis. We'll see more details about this Machlaikis in a minute. But before we get to those details, Abaya asks a fundamental question on this whole subject. Ramalei Abayah leRava. So Abayah is a kashan Rava. Two Rava. Ksiv meitav sadeu meitav karmi yishalim. So we just learned that you pay the best fields, the best of the nizik, the best of the mazik, but you're paying the best fields. Meitav in midiachmini lights. Mashma that if I damage you and I owe you money, I have to give you fields. And then the question is: Is it the highest quality field that I have, or the highest quality field that you have? But I have to give you a field and the best field. For Tanya, we have a brisa. The brisa says it says in the pasuk, "Bala bar Yishalim, kesef yoshiv lebala v'amesi aloi." When someone, when an animal falls into a bar and gets damaged, nizke bar, it says kesef yoshiv lebala. Yoshiv is a strange word. Why is it kesef? Kesef Yishalim lebala. What's yoshiv? So we darshan the rabbi shavah kesef. This is the makarid kol aterakula that shavah kesef ki kesef. That if, if I don't have cash to pay you, or if I don't feel like giving you cash, L'chaira, I can give you anything I want. I can give you, I owe you 100 shekel, I can give you 100 shekel of raisins. Nothing you can do about it. As long as it's worth 100 shekel, it's shekel. Shave kesef ke kesef. Makes no difference. The afilu subin, even the most garbage hay that they harvest from the field that you normally feed, feed to animals, as long as I give you enough that it's worth 100 shekel, it works. So it says, I don't understand this halach. On one hand, you say, I can pay you anything you want. On the other hand, you're saying that when I have to pay, I have to pay fields, and not just fields, but the best fields. Maybe but the Nizik, maybe but the Mazik. So, do I have to pay fields and the best fields? Or can I give you hay? Like, how does this halacha work? So, says the Gemara, Loi Kasha. So, Rava answered to Abaya. Rava's attempted a terrorist like this. Rava said, Maybe it depends on what happens in the case. 
If the mazik comes forward and says, yes, I admit, I did it, I owe you the money, and agrees to pay on his own, or Rashi's mashua, they go to Bezdin, Bezdin adjudicates the case and says, you're chayv to pay, and once Bezdin says, you're chayv to pay, mazik says, no problem, I'll pay. And then, and he pays on his own, he can pay anything he wants. The halacha of Meitav, that he has to pay the best fields, is when Bezdan has to force him to pay. If Bezdan has to force him to pay because he refuses to pay, that's when we say, you have to pay me Meitav. It's like, sort of like a knas. Okay, it's a dindaraisa, but it'll be sort of like a knas. You are forcing Bezdan to come into your fields and take your stuff away, then we're going to take the best. Says Rav, maybe that's pshat in this whole sugya, which would change the nature of this whole halacha, obviously, because now it's only in a case where you're being forced. So Amar Ulabred Raviloi, and Ulabred Raviloi was in the base marriage, heard this discussion between Abai Varav, and he said, Wow, that's a good terrorist, Rav. And Lachara, I can prove it to you. Dekanami. I can prove it to you from the Pasik. The Pasik that talks about paying Metaf said, Deceive Yishalem. And he says, Ula, Lachara Yishalem means Falkarchai. So when do you have to pay Metaf Karma Yishalem? When is it Metaf? When it's Yishalem, when Bezdan is forcing you. Samalei Abaya, Abaya who asked the question to begin with, says, no, Miksiv Yeshulam? Yeshulam would be a Lushan that someone else is making you pay. Yeshalam Ksiv, which is Mashma Midaita. Yeshalam actually means you're paying on your own free will, which is Mashma Bezdin is not forcing you. And even when Bezdin is not forcing you, the Pasuk says seemingly sometimes you pay Meitav. So Abaya says, I still my question. I don't like your answer, Ula, and I don't like Rubba's logical svara, my question still stands. What is the difference? When do you pay metav, and when do you pay even shavakesav? Elam Rabbi. Abai says, I have a chiddush, and I'll tell you what I think the pshat is. Kidamar, like Rabba, our Rebbe, had explained the following b'raisa, I'm going to take a svara, he said in a different case altogether, and use that svara and case in our situation. What did the halacha that Rava said it follows? Dusani, we have a following halacha by Hilchas Meiser Ani. <coughs> so what is considered an Ani for someone to be considered an Ani that is allowed to take Meiser Ani? So the halacha is a person has to have less than 200 zoos available in his bank account. If he has less than 200 zoos in his bank account, he's an Ani. Okay. If he has 201 zoos in his bank account, or 200, he's not an Ani, he's not allowed to take any Meiser Ani. If he has 199 zoos in his bank account, then he's allowed to take as much Meiser Ani as he wants. I mean, it's not, it doesn't mean he's only allowed to take one zoo's worth. He, he, as as he, if he only has 199, he can take 1,000 zoos of Meiser Ani in one shot, and that's fine. Maybe the next time, not already, but in one shot, he can take as much Meiser Ani as he wants. Is that cold cash or liquid acid? Oh, so that's what the Gemara is going to focus on. What if a person has built real estate, but not real estate that's liquid? He doesn't have cash. So if he has cash, 199 or 200, that's when the Salah applies. What if he doesn't have cash? He has no cash, but he owns a house. Now, Tysus points out, it's not the house that you actually live in. We never make you sell the house you actually live in. That we let you keep. So he has a second home. Okay, so he has a second home, and, and he's calling himself an ani. He says, I don't have any cash, right? I don't have any cash. I lost all my cash. So <laughs> what is the halacha of that second home? And you can't sell them. Now, as the Gemara understands, anybody who works in real estate, there's no such thing as I can't find someone to buy. It's only a question of price, okay? If I want full price, I might not be able to get it. If I need to liquidate my assets and I'm willing to give, you know, 60 cents on the dollar or less, 
someone's going to buy, right? There's no question someone's going to buy. It's just a question of how much money I'm going to lose by doing this. Oh, we have real estate guy. Here we go. Venomites in the Machron. So the Bryce says something strange. The Bryce says, Machil and I say, Meiser Oni Ad we assume that normally you would get 50 cents on the dollar, and therefore it's ke'ilu, you have 100 zuz available, so we let you take another 100 zuz of my surani. Now, according to what I just said, this price makes no sense whatsoever, because if you're considered poor, then you can take as much my surani as you want. 10,000 shekel worth, it makes no difference. If you're considered rich, then you cannot take any my surani. What is this business of taking half the amount of my surrounding. This is what Rabbi is coming to explain. The Havi Bamar, Rabbi asked the Kasha, Hey, Chidami, what is the case of this real estate? If there's a crash in the market and nobody's real estate is worth anything what it used to be, so then basically his, his home that he's dealing with here, this second house, is no longer worth 200 zoos because there was a crash in the market. The bubble burst. If it's not worth 200 zoos in any circumstance, and to anybody, then of course he's an ani. If he's an ani, he can take whatever he wants. That's no question. Ella, take out the word nami. Ella the kuliyama must be really the home that he has is worth more than two hundred zuz. But today I did But since everybody knows that he's short on cash, so they're driving him a hard bargain, and no one's willing to pay him full price, and therefore they're only giving him fifty cents on the dollar. So if that's the case, he should not be able to take any Maiserani because Lamaisa, the building that he owns, is worth more than 200 zoos. The fact that he can't sell it because people know he's short on cash is his problem. Lamaisa, he owns a building that the real worth of it is more than 200 zoos. So he's not an ani. He can't be able to take anything. So what is Pshat in this price? And Rabbi explained, Allah, you know what the case is? Very cool case. Real estate is not just dependent on how short you are on cash and how much you need to sell. It also depends, it's also seasonal. Okay? This could definitely depend on fields that you plant on different seasons, depending on whether they're available to plant now, depending on what you're growing there, are worth different amounts. And Tyson says, even a house. Right? People start living in houses during certain seasons. In winter, they need more of a house, some less of a house. Whatever seasons it is, even by a regular house, the price fluctuates based on the season. Oh. So, therefore, since, let's assume in the Gemara's case, that you can get the best price in the spring, in Nissan. So, normally, most people, everybody, will wait until Nissan to sell. Okay, this guy, because he's short on cash, it's not that he's getting 50 cents on the dollar because he's stuck up. He's selling it in Tishrei because he's shut up. He's short on cash. Now, in Tishrei, you're only going to get 50 cents on the dollar. But the real value of this field, if I asked you, what is this building worth? Any real estate guy would say, just wait till Nissan, you'll get the 100 shekel, you're fine. Are you going to sell it now? Okay, you're going to take somewhat of a loss because you're selling it now. But it's not because this field is any different. All fields that you sell in Tishrei are going to be worth 50% less. So now, how do we look at this? 50, uh, they're going to be worth less. In Tishrei, they're going to be worth less. The real value is the value of Nissan. That's the point. And that's the sh- I want you to keep stressing that. The real value is the value of Nissan. The discounted value is what you're selling it earlier in Tishrei. And you're selling it earlier because you need the money. Oh, so how do you look at this case? So therefore, now we have an interesting halacha. The high since he needs the money, zavin get the hashta. So therefore, Chazal said in this case, we can't consider you rich 
Because Elisha, you're going to sell it now, and everybody, if they sell this field now, would get not 200 zoos. But we can't consider you poor, because the truth is, it really is worth 200 zoos if you just wait till later. So what do Chazal do? Chazal say a pshara. They make a, they make a pshara over here. And they say, Ad palga urchel The selling it in Tishrei, you lose 50% of the value. Tfei lo urchel And therefore, we'll let you take a, a new halacha that you could take half the value, meaning up to 200 zoos worth of Meiser Ani. Because we're not really considering you rich, we're not considering you poor, we consider you somewhere in the middle, and Chazal made the special takon. Good. So this is the pshat that Rabbah said in Shir in something that happened in Meiser Ani. Says Abai, I want to borrow that case to explain our steer in the Pesukim. What happens if the following case? What happens, we just said, you have to pay from idiots. Okay. What if the Nizik says, you know what, I really prefer Bainanus. Why would he prefer Bainanus? Because your Bainanus is closer to my other field. And then I can get one big field out of this business. So instead of taking idiots from you, I want to take Bainanus. Okay. So now, again, the question is, what time of year is this exchange happening? So Amr Leh, so the Mazik can say to him, If you take the idiots, which I'm supposed to offer you, then I'll give it to you based on now's price. Right now, we're talking about in Tishrei, where the real estate is low, it's cheap. So I'll give you the idiots, and I have to give it to you based on what it is now, so I'll give it to you based on a cheaper price. Viloy, if you want to take Bainanis, then then I'm going to give it to you based on what the higher value is later. So you might get the Bainanis, but you're going to get a little bit less, because I, have to, I can base it on the later value. So therefore, Metav says, says Abaya, that you have to give the highest quality field. Subin Shavakesev says that when you decide to take a lower quality field, then I'm going to give it to you at the higher price of later based on the higher seasonal price. And that's how you reconcile these two psukim. Says the Gemara. That, that's an interesting way to reconcile the psukim. It's hard to understand the logic. There is a logic to be said here. The logic to be said is that normally the reason you want idiots. Why does a person want the best quality field? It could be one of two reasons. You could want the best quality field because it's the best quality field that gives you better crops, or you could want the best quality field because it's easier to sell. Okay? So if the svar is because it's easier to sell, then it makes sense that I'm going to give it to you based on the price now, because I'm assuming you're going to take it from me and sell it. Whereas if you're taking Bainanis because you want to just make a bigger field, then the price is really what the price is later. Okay, there is such a svar to be said. It says, the Remember, the terrorist says that if you get damaged, if I'm a Nizik, you damage my field, you, you the Mazik damage my field, damage my animal, whatever it is, so I'm allowed to collect from you idiots. Does that mean I have to collect from you idiots? No. Obviously, I can collect from you whatever I feel like, okay? Idiots means I can collect up to the best of quality. If I ask you, I want apples instead, then you have to give me apples, right? You have to give me anything I ask for, basically, as long as you have it, and, and your property, up to the idiots. So it means if I ask for Bainanis, or I ask for Zibiris fields, so the halacha has to be exactly the same. It's not that I'm changing my halacha because I'm asking for something less. That makes no sense. If when you gave me the idiots, you give it to me based on the cheaper price now, so you give me a bigger, bigger field. So if I ask for bad and price, you also have to give me the bigger quality field. It makes no sense. And you say for bad and changes and he has to get a, a, high, a cheaper price? That doesn't make any sense. 
Before we go back and answer our question of Metav, he wants to just explain where Rabbah's difference between the price now and the price later would apply. What about a case of a Balchayv? The Balchayv's DNA normally is Bebeninus. He says, instead of taking Beninus, the, the Malva says, I will take Zibiris, I'm willing to take the cheaper field, the lower quality field, because it, again, it's next to my field, etc. <coughs> and then the Leiva can say to him, If you take the Beninus, then I will give it to you based on the cheap price now. If not, then you will take it based on the higher price later. Because Lamaisa Tesis points out, a Balchayv is going to be de- really the Balchayv is Dina Bezibiris Medirabonan. Medirabonan, we say you get Beninus because to make it more uh, attractive for people to lend money. So if that's the case, in this situation, it does actually make sense that if you say, I'm going to take Zibiris, we'll make you get it the higher price later. If you do that, again, you're defeating the whole purpose of the Takana Chazal. Because you're going to say, oh, you want to take the cheaper, then I'm going to give it to you at the higher price. Well, then I'm never going to lend you money anymore because you're messing me up. So that's also not a good comparable case to Rabbi Zalochah. If I had the cash now, I would buy it based on the cheaper price now in Tishrei. You borrowed my money and I don't have cash available. Now I have to take it based on the higher price later. Forget it. I'm never going to lend you any money. So that also is not a good apl- application of this halach. Compare it to a case of Aksuba. The Aksuba Isha is Dina Bizi Bairis. Normally Aksuba Isha, she gets the cheapest, junkiest field the husband wants to give her. That's what she's stuck with. Okay. The Amrale Ben is but support her. What if she says, Can you do me a favor? Can you give me a higher quality field? I'll take less field, of course. I want to take a higher quality field. Not a lower quality field, a higher quality. Now, he does not have to agree to this at all. Right? He doesn't have to agree. But he does agree. He says, Okay, I'll do you a favor, I'll give you Beninus. Now the Drat Tesis points out this same Allah could apply to anything. By a also. Instead of taking the Beninus, can you please give me the idiots? And he agrees. He says, But when I give it to you, I'm going to give it to you based on the on the higher price later. So you're going to get a less field. If you take the cheapest field, I'll give it to you based on the cheaper price now, meaning more field. If you want the higher quality field, I'll give it to you. But then I'm going to give it to you based on the price of Nisa, which means you're going to get less field. So that is a good application of Rabbi Zalacha. Good. All that was on the side. Rab Abai was trying to use Rabbi Zalacha to explain our question of when do you pay Meitav? And when do you pay Shavakesef? We rejected this approach. So back to our question. When do you pay Meitav? And when can you pay Shavakesef? Amarava. So Rava comes with another answer. He says, no, you know what it means? You have to pay him the best of whatever you pay him. If you pay cash, cash. If you pay apples, you have to give the best apples that you have. If you pay... Uh, if you pay uh, whatever hay, you have to give them the best hay that you have. If you pay them in books, you have to give them the best books that you have. So these two halachas are not a steer, says Rava. You can pay anything you want. Whatever you pay, you have to pay the metav of it. Says the Gemara, metav Then why does the Pasuk say metav sadeyu shalem? It should say metav yishalem. For the fact that it says sadeyu, it's mashu, there's a metav halacha, is only a halacha in sade. So we reject this answer. They came from the base of Rav, Parshua, they explained Pshat. Anything which is not fields, anything which is metaltolin, movable, is always considered metav. Why? 
there's an advantage to metaltalin over real estate. Normally we say metaltalin is a disadvantage because you can be stolen, whereas real estate can never be stolen. But there is an advantage to metaltalin over real estate. Real estate... Right, Avi, what's the re- main the, the main point in real estate? Location, location, location. Because you can't move real estate. Whereas apples, maybe in this city people don't like apples, but I could take my apples to the next city where people love apples, and I could sell them for more. So when it comes to metaltalin, it's always made tough because I can always get the best price because I can always go on eBay and sell it. And somebody in, you know, someone in uh, North Dakota is going to buy it for me because he wants it even though it's not near me. Whereas real estate, you can't do that with. Real estate is what it is. The The whole purpose of paying me meitav is so that the guy can sell it. And therefore, it has to be good quality field because maybe it's a bad location. But if at least if it's good quality field. So now we're coming out of the The answer is you can give any... Sh- this We're going to say another answer we're going to say in two days from now. But right now, the answer that we're saying is is that you can, anything that's in the Taltalin, you can give anything you want that's always considered meitav. When it comes to real estate, then you must give real meitav. One more piece. My name is Abba me Ukraina me Ukrainia. What is this a place? I don't know. It's from. I don't think it's from the Ukraine. May Rabbi Abba kishahin shaman b'shaloyin shaman b'shaloyim b'shaloyim. We said you have to pay the best quality fields. Now we talked about do you pay the best quality fields that the Nizik has or the best quality fields that the Mazik has? Now there's a third possibility, which is it could be the rest of the world's fields. A generic best quality field is 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 quality eight. Okay, but the Mazik is loaded. And he has quality 11 fields. So to see it, when we say that he has to pay the best quality fields, does that mean he has to pay the generic best quality fields that the normal world has? Or does that mean he has to pay his, which might be even better? Nevertheless, right, if he doesn't have, he doesn't have to pay. But if he has super high quality fields, does he have to give those? According to Bishmael, says, but the Nizik Shaiminam, that's no question. You pay whatever the Nizik has. It doesn't make a difference. It means your best fields as opposed to the Nizik's best fields. But whatever yours is, that's what it is. Or, so, the, the opposite. Or, therefore, your best field, meaning the best field you have on the regular world measure, or does it mean, I don't care what the world has considered idiots. If you have quality 11, 12, 13, 14, whatever, you have to give that. So do you have to give 10, which is the normal idiots, mm-hmm. or do you have to give the best field that you have, which might be even better than 10? So I'm a lady. What do you mean? The Pasuk we learned it out from us, Metav Sadei, who? Your best quality field. And you want to think it means the generic quality, best quality field, which is normally a 10? No. It, yes, the best quality field that the world normally has is a 10. But in your case, you have a 12. So you have to give a 12. So now we're saying a big chinesh. According to Bishwal, you always have to give whatever the Nizik has. According to Biakiva, we're saying you have to give your best quality field, even if that's not a normal standard. It could be it's way above the normal standard. Still, you have to give that quality field. We'll see tomorrow if that halacha holds up.